Hi there, Danny Jess here, and you are listening to Cosmopolitan Tunes.net podcast, a podcast about music all over the globe. In this episode, I want to talk about one particular song, but before I get there, I want to talk about music in the movies in general. You know how companies for the movie promotion use different trailers and teasers, they release a lot of clips, but the most popular way to promote a movie lately is, I think, was the music. Not just one song or two songs, but they put together the whole album and release it before the movie comes out. And this is amazing. Like, you totally can listen to the whole album before the movie comes and imagine where one or another song was used. Like, was it a romantic scene? Like, mostly used in Disney movies. They make the remakes of already used popular songs in Disney movies, sometimes writing new ones, but those are really beautiful as always. And then there are Marvel and DC movies, like comic-based movies that also sometimes use remakes of already popular, I won't say old, but they are in time meaning they are old songs, but the remakes of those for the fight scenes, also sometimes romantic scenes and those crazy moments in the movies like Suicide Squad, the songs, the remakes of the songs were really great. And the one song I want to talk about now is from the newly released movie called Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. I myself haven't seen the movie yet, even though it premiered in September, but I'm like waiting for the right moment when I will get there, because watching Disney or mostly comic-based movies for me is more fun with someone, and I'm not the girl who will sit quietly and listen and watch the movie. So I want to talk about it while watching it. And yeah, I think I will wait to watch Shang-Chi with my dad and my brother. But in short, the movie is based on Marvel Comics about Master Shang-Chi. There are some mythical creatures included in movie and fight scenes and betrayal and friendship, like mix of everything. 
I think this is in every comic comic related movie was. But here I'm not to talk about the movie itself. I think you should check it out. Just if you like comics, why not? This one I haven't even heard of that character before, but I am pretty curious, but I still will wait to watch it with my parents and brother. But as I mentioned before, the music album was released before the actual movie came out. And what's the amazing thing about it is that you can enjoy the music and as I mentioned, imagine where one or another song was used in movie. But this happened to me before. Sometimes it, this is a real pity when you sit in the cinema, you know that the song you loved gonna be played in this movie and you are waiting for it. like. Oh, oh, this thing will be perfect for that song. And it's not playing. And then that's the end of the movie. The lights are going on. People stand up. Credits are rolling down. And there it is. Your favorite song is playing at the end of the film. This is betrayal. Like for the listeners and for music enthusiasts like why not include the song in actual movie because if you're watching the film at your home obviously you will watch it till the end but when you are in the cinema or in, at the premiere of the film when the credit starts rolling down everyone walks out and you will be looking like an idiot standing there and just listening to the song because you loved it so much but i don't know in what scene this song was used yet i hope i hope they used it for the great scene in the film and the song i'm talking about is called diamonds flaws and pearls like this is the most dope name of the song i've seen recently the song is performed by peace dpr en and dpr live if you don't know those guys let me tell you about them a bit i haven't really found any information about peace he is a mystery man to me he has accounts on spotify and apple music but there is no information about him and i was really upset that i can't have even the smallest bit of information but i like those combinations of artists in the song so if we are talking about with peace what he brings in the song himself he has that soul new orleans soul pop 
vibes which is really a big contrast to DPRs. So the DPR is a music production group which I misunderstood at first when I was listening to the song. As I mentioned before, or not. <laughs> okay, Shang-Chi is more focused on Chinese culture. The Shang-Chi is a Chinese character. And as I've been looking through the other songs also, after I found down diamonds and pearls, I saw other artists that I knew are either Chinese, either Taiwanese. And I assumed that Dream Perfect Regime Company, this is a DPR, I thought the guys are also Chinese. But when I started to explore them more, their solo project, I found out they're Koreans. So this is mostly Korean slash American song. And if you into Korea, into K-pop, well, those guys bring out totally different vibes. Like, they are not BTS. Especially if we define them by themselves, by their solo projects. I like them both, but DPR Ian is more close to me. He has that darker composed vibe in his songs and DPR life is more on the chaotic colorful side if uh, we will compare them to the parts of craziness the steps of craziness I would say Ian is a psycho and life is just crazy like this will make not sense to many people but in my perspective this is how i would define them in not in a bad way obviously they're perfect musicians and they're just great i i really love them both but this is like how i sometimes define people some some of them are psychos and some of them are just crazy. But let's get back to the song, Diamonds, Flaws and Pearls. Oh my god, this one is really exciting song. If you are into any kind of music and you've been listening through any decade of music, you will totally hear the 80s vibe. Like, Oh my god, when I first listened to that song, I was like, I heard that somewhere. So there is uh, one thing a lot of um, music artists use in music industry. There are some harmonies, they are 
already successful. So obviously every artist will use it in his own way, but that particular harmony is just proved to be successful. And that song has two most popular harmonies. These two are pretty noticeable, especially to the older generation, because, as I mentioned, song has 80s vibes, so the harmonies are used from the songs from the 80s. The first song that with the moment I listened to the song popped up in my head was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters song. Like, I haven't seen this film in a long time, but that theme, it just, you can recognize it from the very beginning. And I think this is a big win-win harmony to use it makes you a bit nostalgic and you can really relate to this song. So you catch the theme and the vibe of the whole song that this one is gonna be really exciting. And the second song that was put in there is Bahamian Rhapsody. I didn't catch it at the first time like I have catched it when I listened to the song like on the fifth time but it was so obvious like the chorus was it the chorus anyway the wind blows that part like you totally can hear it and come on Queen is such a big band and using that harmony a lot of rock lovers like real rock lovers will recognize it and i think it just makes you in general really like this song because it's so tasty it has so many combos and as a focused more on the 80s style of rock pop it has a lot of electrosounds that synthesizer not the one which um, musicians use now like the sound of synthesizer is different it has changed through the years so you can totally see the difference between synthesizer used in older songs from the 80s and 90s and the synthesizer used now. Obviously it also depends on the genre, on the band itself, in what style they are working, but I haven't listened to that synthesizer in recent songs for a long time. But what makes it really interesting it's not just an electro song you 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 will get tired i really get tired of um, just electric sounds your head is buzzing so 
what the guys did, they inserted a lot of live instruments, intersections with more live vibes. Those live instruments, like piano parts and guitar parts, like you totally can hear clearly that this is an electric guitar and that old rock and roll vibe it expands the song itself it's not just simple sound of electro but now it's a real rock song and the vocals as I mentioned, they inserted a lot of live instruments, especially I like the piano part. So great. Haven't heard like solo piano parts in, in songs, especially in rock songs for a long time. But what was really surprising, vocal harmonies, they inserted choir section like the one similar to the the queen used in Bahamian Rhapsody and that choir section adds more drama like with the Ghostbusters theme harmony like it's so happy let's go and catch them all those choir sections especially higher notes, they add a bit of drama, which represents the song itself. If you listen to the lyrics, it's not the funny song. It's, it's more on the drama side. And as the guys sing together, going from solo part to a triad, their voices combine real good this is really delicious to listen to sometimes uh, you hear people just singing as one but then when um, a group of singers especially who are working in different genres and their voices combine together and making a triad oh my god this is professionalism on a higher level. But if we are talking about songs, lyrics, that made me go nuts. Like I try to really understand those. And every time I read them, firstly, obviously listening to them didn't make a lot of sense to me. So I like to listen and read to the lyrics so I can understand it more. And every time I re-listened and re-read it, it made me think of different things. Like every time the meaning of the song has changed. But I try to sum up in general. So... In my opinion, Diamonds, Plus and Pearls can be considered a love song. Like, even with the Ghostbusters theme in it, I 
think it's uh, on the love story side more. As I said, there is drama involved in musical part of the song and I think in lyrics it's also a bit dramatic like in um, chorus they sing diamonds tea pearls like that tea part made me think like why it's tea like diamonds and pearls definitely can be considered as treasures like something really expensive but then i thought stop tea also can be considered as a treasure not in nowadays obviously but in older days all the rulers and when i think about it in that way, all three things can be considered as a treasures. And not just treasures, but as a sign of distinction of higher class. Not something every guy on the street can buy. So that's why I think it's more related to the older days when the kings and queens were. Nowadays, I can buy tea in any store. Like, obviously, with days, it can be more expensive and sometimes it's cheaper, but it's not something you can buy with diamonds. You don't need to spend that much on tea now. But back then, I think it could be it. So, as I said, it's a love song, in my opinion, and singing diamond tea pearls is saying that I'm gonna be that king. Maybe not a king, but I'll be on the higher class. And the intro has these lyrics I'll never know if what she wants is possible or if it's wrong to want what we don't have. But if all the diamonds in the world can buy her tea and all the pearls, it doesn't matter what I say, because mama wants it anyway. Like, it's a bit selfish, but it's like the line if the missus wants it, the missus gets it, so please deal with it. And I think the protagonist of this song is not complaining. He's gonna be that guy who will go and get everything for his girl, for his woman, for his queen. He will not think twice. He just will go and do it. And as the song progresses with the lyrics, you totally will understand that we are dealing with a rebel who, as I mentioned before, will do anything to get those treasures for his girl. He will steal, he will deal with different people, he will make himself a bigger fish in that 
pool because this is the only way he can get anything he and especially she wants and in the first verse you totally see that he is a rebel and he is not from the higher class but he came to the top he was the one who parked the beamer and now he's driving one this is a big progress like from the one who parked the beamer he now he can afford one and i think he also just tries to say that it's not for myself it's just because she wants it i think he believes in it but on other side i also think he does this for himself and as the second verse goes you will understand that he has that fever like this golden fever when he can get enough he wants more he needs more the part gimme gimme like gimme gimme like this is from the cabaret like money 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 all he wants now is more power more money but he's saying no it's not for myself it's for that girl but we are not gonna judge him like boy if you are not doing it for yourself then why not to say you are doing this for your girl you both win in this game at the end but as you listen to the song you might start thinking is he gonna end up alive at the end of this story when i was listening to the lyrics and reading them i started to think he probably will end up dead like some lyrics were really abstract i couldn't really catch because there's one line that i really like i'm gonna drive the dragon up to heaven but i let you know if i will get in on my opinion the dragon can be considered as a metaphor of power and money so he's riding that dragon up to heaven but he don't know if he will get in so maybe he has all that power and money now but he can be real sure how he will end up will he make it will he be more successful for his girl as he's saying or will he fall will he die so contradictory and this song has an open ending this is what i hate like come on i want to know what happened what will happen to the main character and now i know that i won't get the ending so open ending sucks i noticed it when i've been watching also movies like open ending for me this is the whole
horrible ending. Like, obviously, I can imagine myself what will happen to the protagonist of the movie or the song next, but I don't want it. Like, my imagination goes wild. It can run a mile and I will not be satisfied with the ending I will come up. So I want to know the ending that the director or the songwriter was trying to tell us. But on the brighter side, yes, you can imagine your own ending. Will he die? Will he survive? Will he be a king? Or will he end up poor again? This is what I pretty much like about this song, that it has so many secrets, so many metaphors to reveal, to open up. And I think while listening to it, everyone can imagine something to himself, something that more closer. Maybe to some people, the meaning of this song won't be even about rebel or the guy who is ready to do anything for his girl. Maybe everyone will start thinking, the guy is cool, he's like riding Beamer and he makes a lot of money, like what's wrong with it? But I think this one song is one of the coolest from the Chan Chi and the Ten Rings album. It's it's something new, like it's something borrowed but put in the new way. The sound of the whole song is like a transmission from the radio. The intro is the clearest part of the song. Peace sings the clearest part. And then as the live says you are listening to 88 Rising. Everything goes like a transmission from the radio. So in my imagination for the music video, if they will make it, would be like this guy riding his beamer and maybe listening to the radio. And this is the story that transmissions from the radio. But this is really cool. Like, I, I really like it. This is also something old and borrowed, but as you listen to it, it's way cooler than if it was just in clear sound. It adds more that 80s vibe. I, I don't know. It just really drives me crazy how many little, 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 little things they put in that song. And it just goes boom. So amazing, so full, so tasty. Many secrets still hiding in there that I hope I can unreveal these. But at the same time, this is just a cool song to enjoy. I think any generation really will like this song. As I mentioned before, older generation will definitely will catch those Ghostbusters and Bohemian Rhapsody, especially 
as the movie of Bahamian Rhapsody was released a couple of years ago. I think younger generation will be hooked on that also. So yeah, that's the Diamonds, Blood and Pearls for you. The song from the latest album released for the new Marvel Studios movie Shang-Chi and The Legend of Ten Rings. Check out the movie. Check out, obviously, the whole music album. Don't spoiler if you know already in what scene was used any song, especially Diamonds, Pleasant Pearls, because I will find it out. I am really curious in what scene it was used. I hope it's not at the ending. I will be so disappointed. But yeah, listen to the Diamonds, Pleasant Pearls. Listen to Cosmopolitan Tunes Net every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Music and SoundCloud. And let's meet on these radio waves.